Stevie Tudor's house and a Rick Flair. Welcome to the world's greatest ish podcast. Welcome to Stage Eat. I'm Brandon. And I'm Hunter. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Hell in a Cell 2020. Uh, we're going to be previewing it. So, we're recording this at a weird time for us. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Saturday morning. Um, recently, we've been doing like Friday night, but pre-Smackdown, WWE had only announced four matches for Hell in a Cell, so we... We, we hoped that more would get announced, and I guess that sort of happened, so. <laughs> One more got announced, Yeah, so, so we're up to five, but if we push the recording back any longer, we won't be able to get this out by by the yeah, time Hell in a Cell happens. Yeah. Um, so Maybe overall... Like oh, sorry, go ahead. Maybe it could be like an NXT where it is just a few matches and each of them gets like half an hour to do whatever. Some matches I would like that for. Some matches I would <laughs> I would hate that for. <laughs> um, you don't want to see Otis go half an hour? I don't want to see a half an hour Randy Orton match. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw that. I watched that forty minute. I watched that forty minute Edge match at WrestleMania, and it's Randy slow. <laughs> yes, methodical. But I think we Don't we all it. we all know that. Um. So overall, how how excited are you for for Hell in a Cell? Um, I'm pretty excited. Uh, definitely that. Sasha Bailey match has me in because I mean we've been waiting for this for a very 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 long time. Uh, otherwise, a lot of the other ones really don't interest me all that much. But I'm sure there will all be great matches in the end. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the kind of kind of like the last preview we did, which I think was Clash of Champions. Um. There's a couple matches I'm excited for, and the rest I'm kind of whatever. Yeah. No, I feel you there. Right there with you. Um, so, the first match we can get into is what I hope... Well, maybe I don't hope this is the main event. It could be the main event, though. Uh, Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief and Universal Champion, taking on... His cousin Jay Uso in a Hell in a Cell I Quit match, and I mean, the stipulation was added last night that if Jay loses, so that means when Jay loses, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, him and Jimmy have to either bow down to the tribal chief or they're out of the family. You know they gonna bow down. It's gonna be great. So so yeah, this has a lot. I I mean. When they initially announced that, like, this feud was going to be continuing, I wasn't too excited. Didn't really think it needed it. Yeah, just because I thought they had pretty much done everything they needed to do. But I think they've 
done a really good job of working this into a, a really compelling angle. I mean, just every match, every week, there's. it seems like the storyline just gets thicker and better, and I'm more and more into it. But like you said, I feel like they probably could have ended it after he got his ass whooped in the last match, but I'm, I'm glad they're uh, going to make him get his ass whooped one more time by the Tribal Chief. Like, WWE loves rematches, so I'm not too surprised it happened, but I'm glad they. it feels like there's an actual reason to have this rematch. But yeah, exactly, because... That's that's the difference between uh, the other main championship and this one. That one's literally just a rematch. This one is a rematch, but it has family involved. So well, and since bigger. since Jay never tapped out or never got pinned, like Jimmy threw in the towel, he has a real reason to to want the rematch because he's like, well, I never quit. Yeah. Sort of, sort of. Exactly. It's. It's interesting because AEW is also building an I Quit match in a very similar way with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. So it's it's yeah, that's, it's interesting that WWE and AEW sort of came to an I Quit match like pretty naturally, like at the same time though. Yeah, considering it isn't a, like is maybe it, it just isn't a stippy C a lot, and like I feel like both cases are pretty pretty natural and yeah it's 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 interesting i agree there i agree there but yeah that should be a pretty good match um so for predictions i I assume we're both saying roman oh hell yeah never (laughs) turn your back on the tribal chief um yeah there's just zero chance wow there's just zero chance that jay could win this I don't even think that Usos as a two-on-one handicap could win this one. Not with not with Roman in the in the form he's in. There's no. There's zero he's reason. Born. There's honestly zero reason to have Roman Reigns lose a match until WrestleMania. Especially now they have that deadly submission. Yeah, that was a little kind of stupid last week. I thought just because like. Oh, he's gonna have an I quit match, so now we we have to show him having a submission move. <laughs> yep, exactly. Show him but, with submission, so you know he's gonna win. So that was a little dumb, but like it's just nothing like something horrible or anything. It's just classic wrestling. No. Like, oh, there's gonna be a ladder match. Oh, yeah, we exactly. gotta show a ladder. <laughs> exactly. Vintage. Watch him climb um, the match before and just sit up there. Yeah, so I think I think this match would be really good because I liked the Clash of Champions match. I know some people didn't. I loved it. But but I really liked I really liked it and I think it's gonna be a lot of the same like Roman kicking the ever living shit out of out of Jay. Oh yeah, we already know. Do you think this match has any chance of being the main event? Um I think it. I think it does. It pro. I looking at the card. I. I don't think it should be. I think there's a very obvious match that probably should be. 
Uh, yeah, you're right there. But um, yeah, I could see. But if this oh, leads cool. to like Jimmy and Jay turning heel with Roman and like a heel bloodline sort of thing, that'd be fucking oh. awesome. <laughs> that is what the people want right there. Like incredible. I don't know how you would manufacture it now that New Day are on Raw, but could you imagine like the new- Kofi and Woods taking on tag team champs, the Usos at Mania, while Big E takes on Roman in the main event? Like that'd be fucking sweet. Uh, that would be a phenomenal pay per view just with those two matches right there. Like, like that would be that'd be really cool, and it'd be a cool like storyline of like the new New Day reconnecting and stuff. Oh hell yeah, I'd be all for it, all for it. Um. So yeah, that's one of three Hell in a Cell matches <laughs> that are on the card. Which, <laughs> which I don't know. Three, three feels like a lot to me. Yeah, I agree there. Just maxed out. So the next match uh, is WWE Champion Drew McIntyre defending his title against Randy Orton in Hell in a Cell. The second Hell in a Cell match. For the 11th time. Yeah, for like four or five months this feud's been going. I loved it at the beginning. I hate it now. I'm sick of it. It's just nothing. Like nothing makes sense. It's like ruining. It's like actively ruining Drew. Yeah, that's true. And it just keeps dragging and dragging and dragging. Randy was in a really good. Was was on a really good heel run with the Edge stuff and going into this Drew stuff, but now he just feels like normal lame Randy Orton. Yeah, really, it's like, okay, so he beat up some uh, vets with uh, night vision goggles and a bat and uh, had his which, ass kicked by all of them. Which is funny because people found, like, an Amazon link to to the welding goggles that he was wearing as night vision goggles. Well, yeah, I was like, I ain't never seen <laughs> night vision goggles look like you're about to go skiing or something. And, like, yeah, I don't know, they just... I have one. I have. I have one hope for this match. Oh boy, what you get? And the one hope is that Randy wins and Otis cashes in and takes the title. Couldn't agree more. That's the that hope. Exactly what we need in this WWE universe. I feel it. like they sort of teased it with El Gran Gordo on Raw, like Otis basically doing anything he can to get on Raw. Because that's where his best friend and his girlfriend are. Yep. And he was rewarded with a nice, delicious ham. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure this, I'm sure as a match, this will be fine. Like, it'll be a Randy Orton match, so it'll be slow. But. Which they all are. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, I'm sure there'll be some, like, cool, brutal stuff. But, but yeah, that's just kind of the character of Randy right now. But I'm just not that interested in like it's 
one of three Hell in a Cell matches, so it doesn't even feel special in any way. No, not at all. And I feel like That's this is a cl- is a classic example of why, like Hell in a Cell as a pay per view, is just a bad idea. Yeah, I could, I could see that. That it's like a at an indie show when they have a cage. Every match is a cage match. <laughs> it kind of has that feel to it now. Of like, oh god, are they all gonna be in there? That kind of takes away the specialness. Well, and it's just, it's been a problem for for WWE for a while now. Where it's like TLC has a similar problem. There are some other ones. Where it's like, Hell in a Cell happens in October, so if you want good, like, deserving Hell in a Cell matches, you better hope that there's some good feuds going on in October. Otherwise, you're just going to get The Fiend and Seth Rollins again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the most accurate thing I've ever heard right And there. no one wants that. <laughs> no, God, no. Let Seth stick with his whole Rey Mysterio stuff. And Dominic stuff because that's going to be dragged out probably till the next major major pay per view. Probably until he leaves for his for his kid, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that that actually add up. I feel that like has I to totally be forgot. that has to be pretty soon that he's gonna, uh, that he's going to leave. It feels like forever since we've seen Becky Lynch. I mean, what was it? WrestleMania, basically. I guess money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess she announced she was pregnant. The Raw after Money in the Bank. Yeah, but you know, you know that for a little while before. Yeah. Boy, what you'd think yeah. it, it'll be it'll be refreshing whenever she comes back. <laughs> right. So if she ever comes back, I feel like there's not much she has left to do. Yeah, she I, was I th- the first ever end here. I, I think she'll come back. I hope so. She wrestling needs Becky Lynch. But yeah, so you can, as you guys can tell, we're uh, so excited for this Drew Randy match that we're talking about Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Becky Lynch. That's how excited we are. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm if. If they're not going to have Randy win now, win, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Stop dragging it out. Get a new thing going. Cause so, I, I don't know. I, I think I've done this two pay-per-views in a row now. I'm going to guess Randy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to stick with Drew because it seems like they're just seeing uh, how many times Drew can beat him. And so the next match is, I guess, actually, we'll just do this. We'll just go into the Otis stuff since we were sort of, (laughs) since we were sort of touching on it. So the match they announced last night on SmackDown was Otis versus The Miz for Otis's Money in the Bank contract because apparently JBL is just allowed to make that a match. Yep, you know, he's got that <laughs> wrestling power. That's court. You know how it goes. Um, so there's so much I hate about this. <laughs> Literally everything. Yeah, like... 
I understand that Vince probably thought the pandemic would be like a two month thing. Oh yeah. Because of how his brain works. And so he's like, we'll just give it to Otis because he's a funny fat man. (laughs) He will entertain them during this not-fan time. And, like, on Money in the Bank, it was great. Like, Asuka and and Otis winning made me so happy. I was going to say, I was extremely hyped by both of those winners. And it was was a time... at the beginning of the pandemic where like everyone just kind of needed a little happiness exactly it's it's what the people needed in their lives after all the sadness and terribleness in the world so that made sense but then they just clearly had zero pl- they had zero plans for Otis oh 100% they're like yeah he's over let's you know just ride that out Hopefully, it works out. It just has not. Yeah, I feel like they should... I don't know. They should have just fed Otis to Braun or even Roman. Like, he doesn't have to win. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to cash in and win. He just has to look alright. He has to look like he has a chance at one point. And, like... That's all we need. Honestly, even Braun, who's, like, not that strong anymore of like a character him choked out by the tribal chief you lose it well you could you could almost have otis you could have almost had otis do it in like an rvd like this is gonna happen on this day like sort of way rather than like a surprise cash in right because like he's a baby face so he could do that oh yeah exactly and then when he loses he wouldn't look that weak because it's like well he lost to the the world champion in like a straight up match yeah exactly instead of doing the chicken shit way yeah right at the end after a finisher's hit or something like that so there's that aspect and then there's i i just why the miz why isn't this john if this was john morrison i'm honestly kind of kind of here for it Oh my gosh, I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm like, The Miz has had all the opportunities in the world. John Morrison's fresh, and we just got him back. The He's Miz, just as good, if not bad. The Miz has been WWE champion. Yeah, exactly. Did it, did it get 100% overlooked by The Rock existing? Yeah, that's unfortunate for him. Yes, very true, very true. But like... I don't know. I just feel like if this was John Morrison, I'd be way more into it. I agree. I, I wouldn't be as sad if Otis is going to lose this if it was John Morrison. So, my thinking is, if this match happens, Otis is losing. Oh, this... Yes. There's no... They wouldn't have made the match if Otis wasn't going to lose. And I feel like there's been like speculation for weeks and weeks and weeks of this happening, so... Yeah, my like we said in the in the Drew Randy stuff. My only hope is that Drew and Randy open the pay per view, and Otis cashes in on Randy Orton after he wins. Oh, it would be phenomenal. And so then this match just can't happen because Otis doesn't have the money in the bank. 
Yep. And, and honestly, is just honestly, if you want to change this match to a WWE Championship match, if Otis is the champion and have Miz beat him for the title, I'm honestly okay with that. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's just a straight up wrestling match. That's fine. Don't need to be taking the money in the bank off of them, though. Yeah, I think the setting the precedent that like the money in the bank can be taken off people, which I guess I think has happened before. I'm sure it has just not often whatsoever yeah it's just like it's very stupid because it should be like you win the money in the bank briefcase you then have a year to cash in like that's just how it works it's like i assumed the person who wins has their name inked on the paper so you couldn't exactly change it to someone else yeah that was the weird part when they when when miz and morrison like started this whole thing by just like trying to steal it and it's like well wouldn't it say otis's name on it (laughs) (laughs) like you can't just steal the you can't just steal the briefcase and then it's like oh look i have i'm the money in the bank now i'm mr money in the bank Exactly. It's it's the equivalent of stealing a check from somebody and then going and try to cash it in and say it's yours. Well, it's like it's like uh, that story about Chris Jericho like losing the AEW title like right after he won it, like physically losing it. Oh yeah, it. at the All Back Takeout. Whoever found that and like had it, they're not the AEW champion just because they have the belt. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not what that works. <laughs> so you're saying you're not supposed to try to attack wrestlers to get their championships and become champion? Or like when Brody stole it from Mox, like Brody wasn't the champ. Like that's just not how things work. Like you have to in wrestling, like, hit to win a match. <laughs> the people's champion. You become the people's. Um. So yeah, I think if this had, I mean. And I guess another thing is I'm just bored of seeing The Miz and Otis in various singles and tag team matches together. Like, it's been happening for so long. It's it's just a stretch. Just like the Randy Drew stuff. Because I, if I remember right, the SmackDown after Money in the Bank, Otis was on Miz TV and, like, John Morrison and The Miz were making fun of him. So yeah, this literally was... started all the way back then, in like January, or not January, but whenever Money in the Bank was, like March, yeah. like March. That's too long. That's way too long. They should know by now that people's attention spans are not as good anymore, so you can't be stretching things out that long. Well, it reminds me I of, think you. Uh, I think you can. It's just you have to make. You have to make stuff like different and have their have reasons because like even uh, not to constantly bring up AW in this <laughs> podcast, but like the Hangman story has been going on for like a fucking year. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And they add new stuff to it like every week, and it's really good. You just have to like you just have, and it's it's hard. Like I don't want to I don't want to imply that it's super easy to tell a year-long story but like doing the same thing for six months isn't telling a six-month story 
Oh, God, no. That's just... God, no. Or if it is, it's telling a really bad story. Yes, it is bad, boring. Long. Um, so Bash. yeah. So I think if this match happens, we'll both, we're both picking The Miz. Yep, sorry, Otis. Love you, but sorry. So now we'll go on to the match that I hope main events. I know where you're going with this one. It's a Hell in a Cell match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defending her title against former best friend Sasha Banks. We have been waiting years for this match to finally happen. There was speculation a long time ago, but never pulled the trigger. So pretty ready for them to pull the trigger. Yeah. So this. Sh- if if the actual if there's an actual match, this should fucking rock. Oh my god, yeah, this is gonna be incredible. I feel like there's gonna be so many Kindle sticks. My my only worry is that they might want to push this back even further, and similar to what they did on the season premiere SmackDown thing find a way for Bailey to just like get out of it right away. Yeah. I I hope that doesn't happen. I hope this is honestly I honestly just hope this is a really good match and Sasha wins. Yeah, seriously, because she deserves it. And I think she'd be a phenomenal champion and I there's a lot of people on that roster that I think she'd have fantastic matches with. Yeah, and I Do think we, we know did Bailey officially sign the contract yet? I don't. Man, I didn't watch SmackDown last night. All the way through, oh, I, I just, I just, I just kind of skimmed it. I think that. Yeah, I just know the Sasha. I think Sasha like made her sign it after beating her up. Was what I read. Okay, there we go. So I think the match is signed. <laughs> Um. Okay. But yeah, this. I mean, I guess I hope that a lot of this match is Sasha showing that she's just like a. I mean, I don't even know that how true this is in. In the real life, but in the kayfabe, showing that she's a better wrestler than Bailey. Just like out wrestling yeah. her at every at every turn. Yeah. Exactly. And. Sasha wins. Please, Lord, let it be for more than like a week or a month. <laughs> Please let it be a long reign for once. And let her once. successfully defend a, a title on a pay per view. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Sasha Banks, but damn, they never let her keep the championship for long. Yeah. And meanwhile, Bailey's had it for over a year. Exactly. That's why I'm thinking it's about time for Bailey to shed that bad boy, give someone else a spotlight. And I just feel, unless someone, which no one came up from NXT, so like th- at this at this point, since this reign has gone on for so long, there's only really two ways it can end for me, and that's Sasha ending it, 
mm-hmm. or like Bailey just putting over someone from NXT like really big by having them be the one to end it. Like just like Carmella or someone like it would make zero sense for her to to take the title off of Bailey, like someone that's already just like on the SmackDown roster. Oh yeah. But outside outside of Banks. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they could do like a age type situation with like a Rhea Ripley maybe. It's just like, oh hey, she's new. Hey, we've seen her at you know, uh, is it the battle? Not battle. Uh, Survivor Series? Yes, Survivor Series. I also saw her lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania for some reason. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. Gave Charlotte the NXT belts. But But yeah, yeah, no, like, but I feel like that's not going to happen since no one got drafted to SmackDown from NXT. So I just feel like... Sasha has to take it, take the title from Bailey, whether it happens here or some other time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Like, if they want to have Bailey somehow sneak a win here and then be like, okay, Sasha, you're back of the line, and then Sasha wins the Rumble, and that happens at Mania. If they want to do that, they could. I just think. They don't need to. I just think WWE's generally so bad at as we've seen with the randy and drew stuff so bad at keeping something that is good good mm-hmm. that i think they should just strike while the while the iron's hot and just switch the title i think so because i mean if illy wins all right who does she have left to beat on smackdown like i know that Draft happened, and there's new. Yeah, you could have like Ruby. You could have like Ruby Riot or Liv Morgan, or maybe like probably like Bianca Belair would be. Yeah, there you go. Would be a good one. She's about to start out on the streak. We're probably gonna build her up a little bit. Like you have some, you have some like feuds that could get close-ish to Mania, probably, because you also have Survivor Series where she doesn't need a title feud because she can just like face Asuka or whatever. Or be like a team captain for a triple threat match or something like that. Man, all I know is that this Survivor Series is, is going to be a nice break because it'll mean the Roman J stuff will be like done by then. Roman won't have to have to face J again. Randy and Drew probably can't happen at survivor series because they probably want like a title versus title oh yeah match. that's usually what they do with the mains and i just i just thought of this this that's another reason i've I, i've heard this on a couple podcasts i think but it's another reason to have otis win the title versus over randy could you imagine roman reigns at survivor series just murdering wwe champion otis <laughs> just yes. just like the amount of heat he would get by just absolutely brutalizing Otis I'd love to see it honestly I think that would be phenomenal so yeah so I but yeah I think I don't know I feel like it's this is the toughest match for me to 
to call, I think. But I I really hope Sasha wins. I'm, I'm definitely choosing Sasha in this one because, like I was saying, Bailey, she's faced everyone. Who who else would she be even able to have an interesting match with? I'm I'm still no. skeptical of Sasha as a as a face, I guess. I think she's better as a heel, but just because right now the only thing making her a face is that Bailey attacked her. Like, there's no real. Yep. Like she's so still technically. She's still sort of a little bit of like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. See, she's still a little bit heel, just face compared to Bailey. Yeah, basically. I guess. I guess she could just be a heel champion after she beats Bailey. That is possible be confusing it would be definitely and yeah like you said she's so much better as a heel by far by far like same with bailey like bailey bailey has gotten her heel stuff over and she's gotten really good at it Mm -hmm. but to me there was like a noticeable improvement in what she was doing and that she's now sort of that she's now been able to stick with and make good on her own but like when sasha came back from her break there was like a noticeable improvement in in what bailey was doing as a heel oh yeah by far by far it's all the chicken shit things that she does it's just and I guess it's just, like, a lot of Sasha's character is, like, wow, look at me, like, look at how, like, rich and glamorous I am. Which is, like, yep. not, is it, like, that's a, that's a, in this day and age, that's, like, a heel thing to, to do. Oh, very. It doesn't get much more heel than that in this so, day and age. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I... I'm worried about that if she does win. Like, I'm worried about them potentially trying to just push her as a babyface champion and that maybe not working, but that's something to that we'd be able to, to see and talk about at a different time. Not, not now, I suppose. <laughs> so we both got Sasha on this one for the prediction? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Sasha even though I don't. I'm not super confident. <laughs> no. But uh, either way, it'd be a great match. I think we know that for sure. So the last match is a weird one, especially with all the other ones that are announced. <laughs> that it oh that boy. it was that it is announced. It's just Jeff yeah. Hardy versus Elias. <laughs> so Can it at least be like a guitar match or something. So Elias. So this whole feud centers around Elias believing it was Jeff Hardy that run him over, not Sheamus, even though on the night it happened, it was pretty much proven that it was Sheamus. You mean the mysterious red-headed man? Yeah, the the giant, muscular red-headed man, yeah. But then... A lot of those. But then, similar to, to stuff in the IC title feud, which I, I gave a pass because I, I liked that feud with the Sami Zayn, AJ Styles stuff. Jeff Hardy's just a bit of a dick. Just the wee bits. Like just attacking Elias. Like it's, it feels like a weird babyface move to like 
Elias accuses Jeff of running him over. Jeff's response, beat the shit out of Elias. <laughs> Hit him with his own electric guitar. So it's like, well, if you didn't if you didn't run him over with a car, you definitely just assaulted him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like he now has an actual reason to be mad at you and you were trying to convince him that he didn't have a reason to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah, that's that is uh, <laughs> extremely accurate right there. So it just like makes like, no oh, sense. Didn't hit me with that car, but you hit me with that guitar, and that clearly was you. Yeah, so I'm like, he's the heel, but I'm almost like Team Elias in this feud, just because it's like, Jeff's just being a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm, I agree. I'm with my boy Elias on this one. I mean, he was just rocking out, and then, you know, gets attacked by... Oh, I don't know how much, I don't know how much time they'll give this, but I... I think this match could actually be pretty good. Oh, I mean, both of these guys are extremely talented, and this will literally be Elias' first match back, so... Yeah, so I, 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 I feel I feel like he's going to win just because it is his first match back. Yeah. I'm um, sure it'll be something dirty, like busting a guitar on his back or something, but... I mean, every time I've seen Elias, like, actually wrestle, he's pretty good. Oh, he's phenomenal, and I'm shocked that he can wrestle in those skinny-ass jeans he has all the time. He's got a great-looking elbow drop. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> it's with the best of them. That 90-degree angle. Woo! He got it down. Yeah, and it, he just, like... He's kind of, like... I, yeah, I feel like the jeans... For some reason, when you wrestle in jeans, it just kind of makes you look like a badass. Yeah, well, when he does that, like, jumping knee, I'm like, all right, how you not just split those completely open doing that? Because, like, Mox looks like a badass. He doesn't like wrestling jeans, I guess, but it's, like, pants. Like, real pants, not, like, tights. Oh. Yeah, and it's, you gotta think, every street fight, what are people wearing? Yeah, (laughs) Busting out their jeans. <laughs> Every fight is a street fight for Elias. I love street fights that start in the ring, but everyone's still just like wearing right. like street clothes. Like it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> uh, okay, you'd think you'd at least start backstage or something. Or it's just like on the street, maybe. It just looks so weird to see wrestlers in like street clothes. But in the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's it's a weird feeling right there. So very strange. I I don't know what I feel about Helena Cell in general so far. I mean they've I wish they've they announced more given matches. So- <laughs> Agreed. Because you know there's going to be more, and I'd rather hear about them ahead of time than be like, oh, oh, I guess this match is happening. And I feel like this show kind of got fucked by the draft a little bit. Just in that it it was, what, they had two shows after the draft to to build stuff if they wanted to, to put something on the show. Yeah. Basically, they did. But, like, that's their fault, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's very true. 
Um, I hope a tag team match gets added. Oh, right? I mean, you got these two new champions because they had to flip titles, so technically they're both new champions. I mean, the New Day Day are new champs, any way you look at it. (laughs) They are double new champs. Um, But there's just no feuds. Like, I guess they could... They sort of did some some tag team stuff on SmackDown last night. Teased a Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan tag team, which, like, signed me up. Yeah, really. I'll take that. And I didn't... (laughs) They did some stuff with, like, Kevin Owens saying their team would be hell KO. And then Daniel Bryan is just like, well, that would mean you're teaming with Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think you understand how Team Hell No worked. Andrew Bryant wasn't the hell part? <laughs> Man, I still go back every now and again and watch some Team Hell No stuff. That shit's hilarious. Oh, man, they were so dominant. It was just one of the most over-tagged teams that was just, like, assembled that so, yeah. I've seen in a long time. I would like a tag team match and then, like, some more women's stuff because right now there's only one women's match on the card. Yeah. Maybe a mid-card title would be nice also. Yeah, they just have no Maybe. mid-card feuds right now. I thought they would... I thought that they would have built, like, Mustafa Ali versus Bobby Lashley at some point, but... Oh, right? Oh, man, I don't even know what they're doing with freaking that new group there. I mean, they literally buried Retribution as hard as you could possibly bury Oh, yeah. Them. I mean, Blackjack will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had you had uh, Dijakovic tap out. Oh, Like, no. that's, that's pretty fucking bad. And I'm pretty sure he's being booked as, like, the best guy in the group. Outside of Mustafa, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. They ruined it already. They, they. I mean, they, they ruined it basically when they were announced. But <laughs> when they said the names, it was like the, ah, there yeah, you go. the names. Once the names were announced, it was like, oh, well, this is fucking stupid. Fucking flapjack. Slapjack and T bar. I don't even remember the other ones. Those are just the two most memorable ones. And Slapjack, T-Bar, Mace. Okay, that one's kind of normalish. And oh, what's Mia, what's Mia Yim's name? It's like Retaliation or something. Okay, yeah, because she almost never gets shown with them. No, she she really doesn't because the like, hurt because oh. the hurt business doesn't have a female in it, so <laughs> she just can't. Like, they're feuding with the Hurt Business. She just doesn't get to do anything. Although, I think... I could see, like, a mixed tag Fiend and Ali versus... Like, Fiend and Bliss versus Ali and Mia Yim. I'd be okay with something like that, even though we basically know the end result already. Even though it would be weird to me seeing the Fiend just, like, waiting for a tag... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like that <laughs> does hot tag. Just like give me the hot tag. <laughs> yeah, Imagine him like jumping down off the apron, like slamming his hands on the stairs, trying to get the hot tag. 
I mean, if anything, the hot tag in that team would be Alexa. Oh, by far. By far. But, like, in you also way. can't have the Fiend, like, struggling to make a tag either. <laughs> no. That's just wrong on so many levels. <laughs> so I assume if that tag team match does happen, it'll probably just be, like, a fucking slaughter. Yes. Oh, couldn't agree more. Um. So, yeah, I guess we'll see with that. I... It, I'm sad that The Fiend got moved to Raw just because I definitely watch more SmackDown than I do Raw so I don't get oh, to yeah. see as much of him even though he was all over the fucking show on Monday so couldn't miss him the beginning, the middle, <laughs> and the end it was Fiend all day I love it um, so yeah, I guess overall I'm excited for Hell in a Cell because I think I've I've sort of learned and I guess until they prove me wrong that, like, even if I'm not excited, WWE has found ways to make these pandemic pay-per-views pretty good. Yes, I agree there. And very creative with a lot of the matches and gimmicks they came up with. And I feel like since their roster, not that it isn't still gigantic, but it has been limited in the past, like, they didn't have Roman for the longest time, they didn't have Sami Zayn, Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens was gone for a while, like, stuff like that. They just sort of, like, let people go for probably longer than they would have in the past. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure it was, you know, to protect families, and a lot of wrestlers are from overseas, so they could get them over here with the travel stuff and whatnot, so. And, like, and and I think a big change is that these pay-per-views have been shorter than they were when crowds were happening. Which is kind of nice because you can really uh, be into it the whole time. Yeah, you just don't have have a long enough time to get bored. Which was in like the four-hour pay-per-views was definitely a problem. Oh, God. Hour two and a half, I'm not paying attention. Or like by the time like an eight hour Wrestlemania would end it's like I don't fucking care about this main event like who gives a shit <laughs> I have been watching all these damn matches I can't even remember how the first half of them went yeah exactly so I'm pretty excited I think I think it'll be a good show I think there'll be some specifically like the Smackdown Hell in a Cell matches I'm very excited for oh, those will both be just absolutely dominant uh, who you think is going to steal the show? Um, man, I want to say Bailey Sasha. I think it's it's definitely going to be them. Otherwise, but it's I, not them. I want to give a shout I to just, Roman J though, because I think yeah, I think the emotions that I that I might feel during that match might like be actually like insane. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I agree. It's just watching someone beat up their family member. Mercifully. Because, like, it's not often that I, the day after a pay-per-view, I go and watch, like, one match back, but I had to re-watch that Roman J match because I'm like, I'd have to watch this again. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, it was so good. So, so much. if it's anything like their Clash of Champions match, it'll be, it might not be match of the night, 
because I don't even think that was match of the night. Because as a match, it wasn't too good. No, not at all. It and I mean, on, on, and on Clash, that triple threat ladder match existed, so. Oh, yeah. That was a <laughs> thing. That was really good. Um, yeah, I'd like to see a Sami Zayn match, just because I like watching him wrestle. If that could be added, yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Um, be okay with that. What do you think is going to be uh, the letdown of the night? Hmm. Uh, well, I kind of got to go uh, McIntyre Orton, honestly, just because I don't know what they could do that they haven't already done a million times over and over again. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ms. Otis if it happens. Oh, oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. I kind of forgot <laughs> that one's going on. Hey, I'm just I'm just assuming that that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna actually happen. Is what I'm no. is what I'm hoping for. Yes, exactly. Let's let's hope they just don't do anything with that because oh, that'd be sad for Otis. Yeah, it really would. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything about Hell in a Cell. All right, fucking decent. On that note, let's wrap this episode up. You can find me on Instagram at walkwithbrando. And you can find me on Instagram at welchnut. You can find our podcast, Backstage Heat, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or basically anywhere else you find podcasts. And you can find more of our one-of-a-kind wrestling content on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Backstage Heat Network. Thank you for listening. See you next time, everybody.